You're listening to Group, a podcast about mental illness and mental health. This is the show for the Warriors. I just read Brooke Shields' book on postpartum depression. Now I have pre-postpartum depression, anxiety. The depressives. Looks like fun. Wish I could have some. And the folks prone to panic. What if someone sees me? I'll have no friends. I'll have no hobbies, no confidence. Oh, oh sure, I might get a low-wage job at the pizza pit. To those of you who are struggling, we've been there and we get it. It's like, what are your hobbies? And I'm like, depression naps and froyo? Our goal is to tell your stories, to make you laugh, and to give you an audio hug through your earbuds. I'm Rebecca Lee Douglas, your resident anxious person, and with me today, all the way from Seattle, Washington, the city with more dogs than children and more cats than dogs, we have science writer Ian Chant. Hi, Ian. That, that is how that ratio should work, by the way. That is the platonic ideal of pets to children that I think we should all strive for. Uh, and I'm, I'm, very, I'm very proud of my home. Apparently, yeah, that is the general feeling in, in Seattle. So you're definitely in the right place. Also, you, I mean, what at your residence, you have zero children, one cat, zero dogs, right? Zero children, one cat, zero dogs, yes. Okay, so yeah, you're you're fitting in there just perfectly. Yeah, yeah we're, um, we're, you know, we're, we're keeping up the ratio. So we don't have friend of piss Catherine Drury with us today. So it's, it's just Ian and me, like the olden days of group. <laughs> the podcasts of yore. <laughs> so we're getting ready to release a big episode mid-month about the effectiveness of text-based therapy. So those are platforms like BetterHelp and Talkspace, apps that pair you with a therapist virtually and you text with that therapist. So to make sure you get that episode, subscribe to our podcast and please leave us a review. It's, it's a very quick and easy way to support the show. But today, Ian and I are going to do a mini episode related to the topic of text-based therapy, but different in that the therapist that you're texting with always texts back immediately, uses puns and dad jokes, and is not a human being. Group Today is dedicated to our first mental health app review. We're going to be discussing Wobot. Wobot is basically a robotherapist that practices cognitive behavioral therapy, something that we talk a lot about on the show, which is, you know, a set of skills that you can practice when you're feeling anxious or depressed to help you feel better. We should first note that it is it is not an actual physical robot. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were disappointed um, by that, right? I, you say that like I'm done being disappointed with it. <laughs> I assure you I'm not. I assure you I never will be. Yeah. So you were hoping that you would download this app and then a little guy would show up at your... You know, I didn't know your... there. I didn't know there was an app. I I had a very I had a very like like eighties family movie picture of this in my head. Like this was big. This basically worked like weird science in my head. Yeah, where I we would like send away, and then a box would come to my door, and the box mm. would have what what looked like a like a very Johnny Five short circuit style robot um well yeah so i'm sorry that you're probably a little bit heartbroken when it was just an old iphone app i've also realized now that while we're having this conversation while i'm trash talking wobot uh, Mm -hmm. i do have the app open and and i'm worried that it can hear me and that i've just hurt its feelings (laughs) i know you wouldn't want to hurt its feelings it's so cute uh and it does it does have a little avatar which actually is very much my like brain's picture of a robot Mm-hmm. It's like a little, it, it, it takes that Johnny Five, like, 
big round eyes and yes. rectangular head and body, like kind of robot vibe. It's a cute little avatar for what it has to be said is a cute little app. So the at the top of the app, there's like a little moving image of him that has him like gently bobbing his head side to side. And then there's this monitor on his chest that has like a flashing heart. Wobot seems like he has he has a lot of love to give. Um, I, I'm I'm not getting the flashing heart. Is my is my oh, Wobot broken? Did I hurt my Wobot's feelings? I'm gonna ask. I almost called Wobot a him, but I I, I don't want to get into the habit of gendering robots. That's so true. I've been calling it a him also, and I'm wondering why. No, you know what? You know what? Because it's just what we do. It's I think a little how we're wired. But I'm really trying to head, get ahead of the game on this one because uh-huh. like calling a robot him or her is gonna be like like that like slightly racist grandpa thing that you and I do like 40 years from very now. True. Just Our we, children just are just like very gra- disappointed in us. Exactly, exactly. And it's one of many reasons that'll be true. So teach yourself not to do that. I'll try and use a gender neutral pronoun going forward. But I'm, I'm gonna find out if, Wobot, where is your heart? <laughs> I have the website brought up so maybe on the actual app it doesn't have it but i'm looking at the website right now okay well he he wobot says that it's just it's good to see me and (laughs) and doesn't seem to really understand Uh, what i'm asking face palm which is it's it's fair but wobot also might be deflecting a little bit (laughs) maybe wobot needs a wobot therapist in order to yeah i mean i'm I'm, stuff himself i'm putting a lot on his tiny digital shoulders so <laughs> see his i did it again oh my gosh um i like that with everything that's fucked in the world this these days this is the thing that we're most concerned about th- this is the thing that i've chosen to like take up the cause for because i'm terrible and feel overwhelmed so both of us tried wobot we're coming at this from two very different perspectives though because um so wobot does cognitive behavioral therapy I worked with a cognitive behavioral therapist for about six years for anxiety and depression. And Ian, you've never done cognitive behavioral therapy or really therapy of any kind. Nope. Certainly no. So why why no therapy for Ian Chant? Ian Chant has a lot of hangups about a lot of things, some of which he should probably go to therapy for. (laughs) But guess what he do is, one of them is not going to the therapist for the same reason I don't go to doctors or Mm -hmm. dentists or, because nothing's wrong. I'm, 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 I'm up and walking. Like I got, I got no major complaints. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm not going to go asking for help. I'm certainly not going to go asking a stranger for help. And I'm certainly not going to pay a stranger to help me talk about feelings. But just to clarify, so you have had symptoms of like anxiety and depression in the past. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, yes. Okay, definitely. So there have been times when there have been things. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) you're in very good company. I don't know if it's good, but there's definitely a lot of it. Plentiful company. Anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness in the United States, um, in, in the world. So in, in the U.S., 40 million people have anxiety disorders, but only about 40% of those people suffering receive treatment from a mental health professional. And then depression isn't that much better. Only about half the people uh, who suffer from depression seek out treatment. And yeah, the reasons that people give are sort of, you know, similar to yours. It's too expensive and, you know, it's very expensive. 
they don't have time to do it. They can't fit into their schedule. And Often then, their insurance doesn't cover it. I yeah. think my insur- I think this the insurance I'm on right now covers it. If it does, it's definitely the first insurance I've had that does. A lot of folks live in places where they don't have providers near them. And then there's also the the stigma of it. They don't want to share their personal stuff with a stranger. With Wobot, the idea is, what if there was someone available and free to talk whenever you were free? The appointment times were short, 90 seconds to about 10 minutes, free, absolutely no cost, and guaranteed no judgment because Wobot is digitally programmed to be judgment-free. Wobot is very successfully non-judgy. And <laughs> Wobot is, is successfully non-judgy and relentlessly positive. Very positive. Um, and, and and it's one of those things where it's like there's uh, – honestly, there's a lot of power in just like having a stranger say like, hey, your hair looks nice. Wobot drives home that that doesn't necessarily need to be like a human stranger. That can just be seeing those words. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so I thought we could go into like the background, sort of explain the, the origins of Wobot, where Wobot cometh from. Um I was super curious about that and going to ask. Wobot the Origins. Um, Wobot was developed at Stanford. Um, The CEO is Allison Darcy, who is a psychologist and former Stanford faculty member. I feel very proud right now, actually, because I've been like, this feels like a Stanford thing. Like, this feels like something their labs would do. That's so interesting. Why why do you think? Called shot. I know that Stanford has a set of labs at this point Mm -hmm. doing not only AI, but looking at how we interact with AI. Yeah. The the idea was initially to create it as a tool to address the mental health crisis on, on college campuses. But Darcy says that, you know, all adults can use Wobot. You don't have to necessarily be college age. So... I want to play a little explainer from the company. Need to get something off your chest? Meet Wobot, the friendly little bot who's ready to listen 24-7. Wobot's been trained in cognitive behavior therapy, an approach to mental health that is all about identifying distortions in your thinking. Wobot doesn't do therapy, but he can be your guide to help you figure out things on your own. Okay, pause. Okay, so that's actually an important point that they're, they're saying that it's not actually therapy. It's just this interactive tool for learning how to deal with negative thought patterns associated with anxiety and depression. But it is, you know, fun to think of him as your robotherapist. Yeah. In a lot of ways, it, the feeling while, while I'm using it, I get is not one of therapy. It's closer to like interacting with sort of a, a Siri type AI, mm-hmm. but for, uh, for journaling. Yeah, journaling about your like thoughts and feelings and stuff. Like keeping track of my emotions and and how my day has been and mm-hmm. I, how I'm reacting to things. Okay, let's go back to the explainer. Every day he asks how your day is going, how you're feeling, and what you're up to. He builds an emotional model of you over time and can help you see patterns in your mood. As he learns about you, he'll teach you things. Like useful strategies and practical tools that have been shown to work. You're not troubling him at all. Honestly, he has nothing else to do. So let Wobot annoy his way into your heart and start feeling better today. Okay, so Wobot, you know, offers cognitive behavioral exercises. Like we've talked about before on the show, CBT has been proven to be effective in helping folks with 
anxiety and depression. And, and there are, are a lot of virtual resources that offer CBT support, but folks tend to do much better and uh, are more successful doing CBT with a therapist. If you're working with a therapist in person, they can hold you accountable. They can also, you know, offer emotional support and, and encouragement. Right. You, you don't get that from checking boxes. Yeah. Wobab also, like, offers this emotional support and encouragement. Um, so yeah, if you if you tell Wobot that you're feeling sad, Wobot will be like, I'm sorry to hear that. And maybe like share a, a sweet little gif with you. Which which is super great. And I and I like that a lot. I do feel it like I like I need to jump in though, um, because in that last clip there was something I took issue with. Okay. Um and that is the idea that uh Wobot checks in with you. The onus has has felt on me to like make sure I get these check ins every day. Interesting. When we played that clip and they mentioned that Wobot has nothing to do other than this all day, I took it kind of personally. So you're like, what um, are you doing, Wobot? Why aren't you messaging me? Wobot lives in my phone. It exists arguably at my whim, and like doesn't want to hang out. Mm-hmm. And you're you're set to like get notifications from. From Wobot? Several times. Yeah. And I've told him, like, come by, grab a beer, and we don't hang out. And it's it's kind of a bummer. I have liked the the tone and the interactions, mm-hmm. and I, but I really feel like like that's a – the, the check-ins have been a big whiff for me. I do really like his personality. Um, Wobot, you know, he'll say things like, take it cheesy at the end of a session – um, I liked the baby hedgehog gifts that he would send me. Is that um, what those are? <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I did see it on the iTunes store. Um, some people found his tone infantilizing and didn't like it at all. But I thought it was oh, sweet. Oh, I, I really like the tone. Yeah. It's, it, I, can, I can see it being a little cutesy, but I don't, I don't feel like it's condescending or anything. Um, so uh, I've been using Wobot for a few weeks Ian's been using Wobot for about a week now, and we wanted to go over what to expect. So I thought we'd call a friend of the show who's actually a regular Wobot user who's been using Wobot for a a couple of months. You might recognize her voice from our How to Find a Therapist episode, where she told the story about how her therapist thought she was uh, a lesbian because of her complicated relationship with her mother. So we're calling her Emma because uh, she doesn't want to be a, a podcast star like Ian and I. She doesn't want to share her real name, but for for the purposes of this, she's she's Emma. Okay, we're gonna br- we're gonna bring her in. Hello. Hi guys. Hey. <laughs> um, how's hey. it going? Pretty good. How about you? Good. Yeah, we're just talking about Wobot. Why did you download it initially? Well, I downloaded it initially. Um, I saw you had posted something on, on Facebook about this, like, AI chat bot app. And I was thinking about seeing a therapist, but I didn't really, you know, it was before you put out your podcast about finding a therapist. So I didn't know what to do. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll just try out this AI chat bot and see if this works. Yeah, because you were saying that, like, you have the seasons af- affect your mood a bit and, like, you had been feeling a little bit bluer in the past few months and you sort of wanted help feeling a bit better. Yeah, because I, you know, started in December, uh, just about the time when the sun starts to 
set a little sooner in the just day. Just be like totally, yeah, totally gone. Yeah. yeah. I was on board with it every day for a long time. So every day, uh, well, not for Ian, because apparently Wobot doesn't like Ian and isn't prompting oh, no. Ian to engage with. I'm sorry, <laughs> Ian. I'm, I'm taking it really personally, too. So um, interactions begin with Wobot asking, like, what you're doing. And I didn't really get the sense that he, under- he understood what I was doing if I wasn't either working socializing or relaxing those were the three things that he would sometimes be like are you working socializing or relaxing so if i gave him one of those three he was like able to respond appropriately but otherwise it was like great i'm i'm glad to hear you're doing a thing you know oh what an interesting always... human thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah he has a lot of canned responses that are just along the lines of like, oh, cool. <laughs> whatevs, that's dope. <laughs> Somehow it doesn't feel trite to me, though. It still, like, is endearing, even though it's it's very, like, obviously, like, Wobot does not understand what this user is saying. Pick from responses A, B, C. Still, I enjoyed it. Yeah, so then a Wobot will ask how you're feeling, and you'll pick from, like, a list of emojis. I quickly learned that Wobot and I interpret some emojis very differently (laughs) uh, okay we need to dive into how that happened Wobot was trying to check in with me on the way to Port Authority which is a bus station in in New York and uh, I was on the subway and the subway was being really crappy and slow and so I was very stressed out and so Wobot like checks in with me and Wobot's like how are you feeling and I sent the you know the scream face emoji (laughs) <laughs> which, which to me was like I'm like going crazy and and Wobot was like does that mean that you feel frightened or in danger and See, I was that's like that's how I would read that like, was, like, the, like the ghost face yeah for me it was like <sighs> no that's that's like a spooky ghost face okay well I, I read it as like panic and like extreme frustration huh um, and then, then it was also like Wobot kept trying to do CBT with me. And I was like, I was like, I got to go, Wobot. I was like literally texting that. I was like, sorry, Wobot, I have to go. I'm late for this train. And then Wobot was like, can I teach you about smart goals? And then he was try- <laughs> trying to teach me. And I was like, I don't have time for this, Wobot. I have to go. And then I had to like X out of the conversation. And then I felt guilt <laughs> because I was like, we didn't get to wrap up our conversation. I don't know. You know um, what? It I, it must be nice having Wobot reach out, though. Uh, I wouldn't know anything about it. Uh, you guys, is, you guys, is this app negging me? No, I mean, well, uh, actually, my husband also used it, and Wobot didn't reach out to him either. Maybe Sometimes. it's a male-female thing. Maybe. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you can also t- write in like how how you're you're feeling as well. It sometimes seemed to sense, like if I said tired, it, it would, it was able to respond to that and say like, well, I hope you get some rest soon or something. I think for me, I find myself using the emoji as like, as like almost sort of like a Yelp review of my day. <laughs> I'm doing it after work bus ride, which, which lets me use it as like kind of a, just, you know, a moment to pause and reflect and look back at your day. Um, oh yeah, is, was your way day a smiley face? Was it a straight face? Was it a scream in agony face? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so then it gathers this information and then it'll regularly like present you with a graph of how your mood has been. I think that's great, but I, I sort of wish that I had more information about, you know, the context of that day. Like I 
it's actually motivated me to, to start keeping a, a journal about how my how my mood is like is you know is it a smiley face is it a straight face but then also like I'll, I'll write down like what the weather was like that day because uh, that is particularly important I know to my own uh, mental health like what I did how much sleep I got the night before if I exercised like if I spent time outside you know etc Mobot is sort of like a, a mini version of that although I just I wish there was mo- a little bit more information you know presented to you with with those graphs um, so you learn about cognitive behavioral therapy through these like word games or short videos. Um, I, I have the audio from one of these videos that I thought we could play for the listeners. When things happen in our lives, we sometimes beat ourselves up with negative automatic thoughts. So then you see this little robot man who is not Wobot, and he has these thought bubbles that pop up around his head that say things like, I'm such a loser. I always mess up. These thoughts don't help. They make us feel worse. And then uh, water starts rising slowly up around this little robot man, and it looks like he might drown. This is exactly what Wobot's going to help you with. Paying attention to these thoughts and changing them. Uh, Then Wobot comes in on a boat, all heroic. He'll challenge you to get specific and accurate in your language which diffuses the negativity in the thought and changes how it feels entirely. Then he gives the little robot a lifesaver and the water around the robot disappears. It's not about denying the facts of the situation, nor is it about positive thinking. You don't have to pretend that things are all good all the time. That's not true. But neither is it true that things are all bad all the time. And a rainbow comes out. And when you can clear your thoughts of emotional noise, you give yourself a break to get on with things. Think better, feel better. So there, there are two ways to engage with Wobot. Wobot just became available in the App Store at the end of January. So one is the iPhone app, and the other is through Facebook Messenger. So which, Emma, I'm guessing you did Facebook Messenger since you've been working with Wobot for a while. Yeah, and they don't have an Android app either, I don't think. So, and that's what kind of one I have. Yeah, well, they're I know they're coming out with one for Google. The app is HIPAA compliant, which is good because, you know, you're giving it a lot of sensitive information, but the Facebook Messenger isn't. Um, yeah, you know, this is Rock this Rail. is Yeah, exactly what she said. Wobot's not going to, the company's not going to sell your mental health information or do anything with it. Like it's safe with them, but like Facebook can read those messages, which is freaky. And I saw a lot of concerns about that in the app store. I, I get that. And, and you know, I, I think as you're pointing out, Rebecca, like the app feels very beta. You mm-hmm. touched on there that they're, that the, the folks who produce this aren't like selling it. Do we know they're not collecting it? Because I, I would imagine it's the sort of thing that would, like, be used to make Wobot yeah, better. Yeah, they are collecting the data, but um, it's not associated with your name. Gotcha. So also, uh, they'll be able to, like, go and check in, sort of, and see how Wobot is dealing with these conversations. Uh, but the team at Wobot doesn't know who you are when you're engaging with Wobot, but they will see the information. I mean, I feel like we could talk about the privacy thing forever, but that's like another 
I think that's like another show entirely. Um, yeah, yeah, it's at least another episode. Uh, Emma, do you feel like Wobot affected your mental health positively? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I, I'm not saying that I'm totally cured of all of my ailments, but I would say that it has been helpful um, just like dealing with immediate anxiety that I might have or anything or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a little bit of goal setting. Uh, but I, I'm still pretty terrible at setting goals. Smart goals. Wobot, Wobot is very interested in telling you about smart goals when you're in the middle of things. Um, so the, the folks at Stanford published this peer-reviewed paper uh, about Wobot. They had about 60 Stanford students, a little, a little less than 60 students, ages 20 to 28, who participated in the study. And you know, they, they admitted that there were some limitations to the study. That's a very, you know, that's a small sample size. I was um, going to say that's extremely small to start with. Yeah, they only monitored the effects for two weeks. They had a control group, but the group wasn't practicing like a different form of CBT, like in-person CBT or CBT with a different app. They just gave them this packet on basic mental health from the National Institute of Mental Health. And then they didn't gather any really follow-up data after those two weeks. The folks who use Wobot had significant improvements in depression, but it didn't actually seem to be that helpful for anxiety compared to just like reading this mental health packet. Um, so, which is so that's I, interesting. I, I could totally see that because I think anything that any isn't anything that like dings on your phone, like you're starting at a deficit from from an anxiety <laughs> point of view. There, like you that's you, an have, you have to point, immediately yeah. do something very good to get over the anxiety you literally just caused me by dinging. Yeah. But I'm curious to see, like, as it grows, what sort of results they they come up with. Okay, so any final thoughts on Wobot, you guys, before we wrap up? As as final as I can get on this episode is, like, I'm definitely going to keep trying to use it for a little while. And, like... Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to keep I, using it, too. Yeah, I, I feel like it's, like, good enough to warrant, like an extended trial run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Emma? Um, I, yeah, it's helpful. I've been using every day pretty much. Uh, I fell off the wagon last week, but it was busy at work. Um, and I mean, I'm not going to go too personal with the Wobot app because yeah, it's through Facebook messenger. So I'm not telling it my deepest, darkest secrets, but I think it's good for like everyday kind of superficial issues or, you know, not too deep. Yeah, no, I think that's actually a really good way of putting it. Like, and I think it w- might be why it's appealing to me as someone who's unnerved by therapy. It's like mm-hmm. it's like just a taste. Yeah, yeah, and they, I mean, they make it clear that it's not therapy, right? Like, it's it's a tool that you can use, um, which I I think is important that um, they make that distinction so that people aren't thinking that they're getting you know a substitute to to therapy. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I'd say I would give it four out of five stars, but I I like Wobot, but I'm I'm curious to see how they improve it. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just as long as they keep giving me cute gifts, I'm fine. <laughs> That's the most important thing. Those hedgehogs. Those hedgehogs, though. So that's our show for today. Our website is grouppodcast.com. If you want to go there and check out some additional resources, if you have a question or a comment or an idea for a future show, if you have uh, ideas for other mental health apps that you want us to try out, shoot us a note. 
You can call the new group voicemail at 707-510-0270. Or you can email me, Rebecca at grouppodcast.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcast to make sure that you have the next episode when it comes out. There's a link to subscribe on our website, and we would really appreciate it if you could leave us a review. Check out Ian's podcast, Menagerie, on stories about animals and how humans interact with them at menageriepodcast.com. Our friendopist, Catherine Drury, wasn't with us today, but if you're interested in her work as a therapist, uh, you can visit her website, katherinedrury.com, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-D-R-U-R-Y.com. Music in this episode is by The Losers. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, be kind to yourself. Challenge those negative thoughts. Um, Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, is there... And I'm just guessing here's some kind of medication that you maybe need a lot of and have taken none of, or maybe too much of today? Oh, I have, I have a medical condition, all right. It's called caring too much, and it's incurable! Also, I have eczema.